Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Rome International Film Festival podcast. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. This show is presented by a local business here in Rome, Georgia, Manco Logistics. You can find them online at mancolog.com. And we are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios in downtown Rome, Georgia. And we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Got a great show lined up for you today here to talk about the Rome International Film Festival. And let's have our studio audience welcome the gang from Riff. Hello, hello, welcome. Welcome to the Riff Podcast. Uh, Great to have applause before anybody knows who you are. Oh, we can do it again. It's Seth Ingram, the creative director, and Leanne Cook, the executive director. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody. Oh, thank you so much for being here. How are you guys? I'm pretty dang good. How are you? Oh, I'm hunky-dory, as we say down south. Uh, so what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the Rome International Film Festival, and we're going to talk about new job titles, because Leanne, you're now the executive director, and Seth had been holding that position, but Seth's still involved as creative director. So what the heck does all that mean? Well, Seth, do you want to tell him <laughs> how you and I got together? Um, well, I mean, which part? Uh, <laughs> well, we, we've been friends for a long know, time, because I've supported the film festival for yeah, a really yeah. long time. Leanne was a former board member and uh, had helped out before, and she was on the board when I was recruited to to come into the film festival. Yep. And um, I also really love films, and I used to be the head of marketing for the Savannah College of Art and Design. And so we had a very successful film festival down there that SCAD ran, which is called the Savannah Film Festival. And so... I kind of had that bug of love, loving that and loving that environment. And so over time, Seth and I talked about ways I could help. And last year I had kind of a weird year. Um, a lot of the folks in my family were older and they all died. Oh. Um, and so, you know, it was sad, but it was also, I loved them. And so we had no issues there, but it gave me an opportunity to think, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And I was able to retire from a nice career I've had in marketing for many decades and kind of sit on the beach for a while and think about it. And I thought what I want to do with the rest of my life is contribute to this community that my husband and I have decided that we're in for the rest of our lives. And so I started volunteering a lot and Seth and I had coffee one day and he said, what are you doing these days? And I said, volunteering a lot. And then he said, would you like to do that for Riff? Because <laughs> we love our volunteers at Riff, don't we, Seth? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and one thing led to another and boom. And, and yeah, so we're working together now. Yeah, and we're excited. Leanne has a, uh, like she had a background in film festivals and in marketing. She knows the community very well. So she's got all of the skills that we need to help us be successful, and we're, we couldn't have found a better person mm-hmm. to be the head of the organization. Thank you. Uh, okay, so as executive director, you got to worry about everything. you yep. got to worry about tickets and sponsorships and and people in seats. And I guess on the creative side, is that more – is that films and judging? Is that how things kind of get fall here yeah. or – Pretty much, we put the yeah in the creative side. We put the jury together, and we have a, we manage a team of screeners that screen the films and select the that process of it. But there's also the the creative branding side. And Leanne and I work, do we work as a team together. She has a huge yeah. her marketing side is right. Uh, you know, so I lean on her for that side of that some of that kind of stuff. And she's great with the community events and all that. So she's really wearing multiple hats, even though we're, we're kind of. We just kind of throw everything into a blender and get yeah. it done. Yeah, yeah. I think of us as partners, really. Yeah. Well, and that marketing background—that's that, huge bonus, right, Seth? Um, well, th- that's the hope. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. I guess we'll see at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. No, she. she yeah, we are changing a lot of things, so you'll see a lot of um, 
a lot of new things coming out of the festival. A lot of the communications are going to change, and uh, you know, we're, we're working on some big projects that will we'll roll out, and mm-hmm. hopefully it'll, they'll be a lot more public than they've been in the past. So that'll be good. Well, so like, how long have you technically now been on board in this role? So not quite three months. Okay. So I think I've been on board now for 10 weeks, (laughs) but they've been 10 busy, fun, interesting weeks. And the first things that I did were to do some research, you know, to sit down and look at the numbers from past years and see who supported the film festival, um, both as sponsors and patrons, what kinds of events we did. And I got to thinking a lot about what our future ought to be. And I had some insights that I ran by Seth and the board, and they agreed. And, you know, the the main insight is a film festival is a lot of things, but mainly it's an opportunity for a fun group community event. It usually takes place over a short period of time in a very particular place. So it's a type of thing where it's a collective experience, but it's only you know, it's that, and then it's finished for the year usually. And I got to thinking about what Riff can do for the community. And I feel like, you know, and this is interesting, it's our 20th anniversary this year. And I feel like in your 20th anniversary, it's a good time to kind of rethink and then maybe take a pivot. And that's what we're going to do. So we're not going to be any less committed to the film festival. Film festivals are great, and ours is going to be fantastic this year, and we're planning a bunch of fun surprises to celebrate our 20th anniversary. But I want us as an organization to kind of think about how we can help Floyd County and Rome and also maybe all of Northwest Georgia because there are some things that we do and that we could do even more and lean into that we are particularly suited to help. And when I think about that, I'm talking about very specifically some things that are issues that we need to try to help solve for Northwest Georgia. And so one of those is if you look at education and um, pathways for school, for high school students in Northwest Georgia, one of the things that's great about us is that we have a lot of different types of colleges here. We've got two-year colleges that help people go to tech school and learn to do certain things. And then we've got several four-year colleges as well. But our high school graduation rates and going on to college are not the greatest. They're actually below the Georgia averages. So why is that? You know, and there's a lot of reasons. And RIF certainly is not going to be able to solve the world's problems on that. But one thing that's neat about us, and I think about, you know, just the film industry in general, is that the film industry in general is booming in Georgia. I mean, it was $4.4 billion last year. And 60,000 people work in the film industry here, 95 percent of which actually live here. So, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's people from Hollywood or wherever. Nope. It's people like you and me that live around here that work there. And films take so much in terms of production people and behind the scenes people to make them that I just don't think a lot of people understand that that is happening. And so we looked at the graduation rates. We looked at the fact that we have colleges right here in Northwest Georgia that support film by having tracks where you can learn technical jobs as well as how to be a screenwriter or even acting. And we thought what we need to do is lean into that, bring some people and some partners together and try to really let the high school students in this area know, hey, have you thought of a film career? And so we're going to do a RIF Student Academy, and we're going to bring the students in just the counties that surround us. So Rome, 
um, and Floyd, of course, Bartow, um, and uh, you know, a couple others, Polk, and they really they really need some help too. I think in that respect, just in terms of giving a vision for students, and we're going to help them get that vision of the kinds of jobs they can do, all the way from being a star, yeah, that's great, or a director, but also to owning a catering business that you know caters to this group, to owning, in fact, a lumber business because lumber is something that's needed to build every set. So if you think about it, it's the kind of thing that you could get into as the owner of a small business and still be able to take advantage of the fact that this is a booming industry in this area. So uh, this is a this is not just oh we're, I've got this great idea. This is like something that's you're you're creating a connectivity for years. Right. With that's this exactly the goal. With with this idea, we want to get together with government with the other educational institutions and with the film industry. And if you think about it, we're uniquely suited to do that because we already have connections in the film industry. You know, our government here is very involved in uh, all kinds of things to help improve life in this region. And we've already had several conversations and gotten the most of the educational institutions on board. So Barry's in, Georgia Highlands is in, um, we're at Shorter College is in, so we're already kind of down the path. Are we breaking news here, or is, is this kind of, is this out on the street? Do no, we... it's not really out on the street. It's something we've been thinking about and working on, and I've, I'm so excited because we just, like, sat down and talked to Barry not too long ago, and they said, yes, we're in, we want to help with this program, and Georgia Highlands is very in. We spoke to the new president, and he said that, you know, this is exactly the kind of way that he wants high school students to be able to see how a two-year school could open up vistas for them. Wow. And you already teach, don't you, Seth? Yeah, I run the film department there, so I'm a department of one. (laughs) But, okay, so that's one one thing. That's one huge thing. thing. (laughs) What else is on the agenda? Yeah, there's two other things before we all pass out. The other thing... That I think is super important. And this comes from a career in corporate marketing all over the world, as well as living and growing up in Atlanta, which is diversity, equity, and inclusion has been something that has been struggled with. And it hasn't even been said as a phrase very much, but just the idea of how do we all live together? How do we all work together with our different backgrounds as we become a more international and as we also struggle with some of the sort of old ideas about who's who and how people interact in the South? And so that is a very important thing, both to the community and to most corporations, because corporations are really struggling with how do we become more inclusive how do we become the kind of company that a diverse audience wants to do business with? And so there's a lot of need and necessary thought behind how are we doing this? How are we doing this in Rome? How are we doing this in the world? So the other thing that I think film can certainly do is reflect is reflect a diverse world. And the film world is becoming more and more diverse all the time. If you saw the Oscars um, this weekend, that point was made over and over and over you know, and we sort of help lead the way in that. So that's one way we can help. But the other way is through storytelling, because telling stories is a way to get people interested in a topic and to kind of get their guard to come down as they get emotionally drawn into it. And that's a wonderful way to then pivot and have a conversation about some of these tough issues that are facing us. And, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion is also a bigger issue, you know, we can talk about even bigger issues there in terms of, you know, 
we also have mental health issues in this region. We have food insecurity. There are other things, but it's all kind of in this area of how do we, as a society, whether it be just Rome, Floyd County, whatever size, how do we interact with each other? How do we understand each other? How do we help each other? How can we lean into diversity, but also find a way to be inclusive? So I think films can help in that area too. And, and Seth has already been doing this for I don't even know how many years. You know, when I was involved before, what was the name of that film? It was called Super Deffy. Yes. So he's been already choosing films over a decade, trying to come up with films that will help with various issues. And of course, you know, how deaf people interact with the world, it has definitely been an inclusion problem. You know, and so he's also done films. And last year's opening night film was a huge hit. It was. Her name is Hester, her right? Is, yes, her name was Hester. And that was a movie about, you know, so many different issues in a small community right here in Northwest Georgia. But the, the fact that it was sold out twice, the fact that everybody wanted to come, the fact that we've still been talking about it since then shows that that is a topic of huge interest. And we were lucky enough to sit down and talk to some of our sponsors last year, like Georgia Power. And Georgia Power said, this is our number one issue because we serve the entire state and we have to be 100% on when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And we want to support efforts that make the state better in these areas. And so, you know, they kind of said, we'll support you, Riff, because you seem to be leaning into this. And I'm just going to take a pivot based on what Seth already been doing and what some of our sponsors tell us and what I know to be true. Uh, and necessary for this region and lean into that more. So that's the second area is we're going to really try to help people have crucial conversations around tough topics, specifically diversity, equity, inclusion. Okay. And the third one. And the third one is not surprising economic development (laughs) (laughs) because you know, everything it makes life is just easier when people are successful. However that is, if they are not worrying about where their next paycheck is going to come from, and if they're not worrying about being able to food and clothe their kids, life is better for people. And so we are always interested in how we can help make our area specifically Roman Floyd County, but of course all of Northwest Georgia, very, very economically successful. And so, you know, RIF, of course, generates a good bit of money one weekend a year when people come in town and they stay in the hotels and they eat in every restaurant up and down Broad Street. And we rent out lots of spaces for parties and we hire all the caterers and all the musicians. You know, we really do a lot to pump money into this area and we bring in a lot of tourists at that point. But that's And that's one thing. But then if you think about it, how can we kind of make that a year-round issue? So we've already been talking to Barry specifically and also to the DeSoto Theater about how we can start to have events and start to make things happen throughout the year that will support economic development and bring tourists in, but also um, provide opportunities for our sponsors to get in front of their customers. So that's another way we support economic development. But of course, as I said at the very beginning of this conversation, films are, are a huge, huge business and we want to support, you know, economic development, even through the educational process, because if we're getting kids to go to school here, and then they stay here and they work here, then that's a way to make a virtuous circle of economics, you know? Absolutely. So that's another important thing. And it kind of brings all three of those ideas together in a nice cohesive package that enriches Northwest Georgia. Yeah, I'm with you. What Do we know the dates for this year yet? 
November 2nd through the 3rd. The we, 2nd through the 5th, I'm sorry. Right. Um, well, because you have to plan years in advance. Yep. Uh, so what what is going on right now in your, you know. In, so much. <laughs> any, anything and everything? Yeah. Lots of restructuring and, and gearing up to go get uh, sponsors and re- rebuild the connection with our patrons in a new way. Yeah. Uh, how we're... Um, talking about the festival, talking about our message. So, so you just heard all that, you yeah. know, the whole message yeah. is very different now. And I hope we'll draw people in and we'll go, you know, it won't be, do you want to sponsor the festival? It's, do you believe in these issues and do you believe in it enough to support us as we do it together? Right. And that's uh that's a marathon. That's mm-hmm. not a sprint. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's. Um, but in terms of a sprint, I'll give you an example if you want me to. Sure. So, you know, we are trying to get patrons. And so usually we have sent out information to previous patrons, um, you know, probably in about August. But as I got to thinking about it, I said, you know, what we need is we need to get our patrons involved now so that for our 20th anniversary, we can listen to them and they can help us come up with fun things and ways to be celebratory that mean something to them as people that have always supported us. So we've already gotten a whole list of our patrons have already signed back up again, given us the money again, said I am in. And what we're going to do in April and May is have a series of small meetings around town with the patrons and ask them. What are you interested in for our 20th anniversary? What kinds of movies do you want to see? Um, what kinds of celebrations would you like to have? That kind of thing. Oh, so it's more than just, okay, I'm sponsoring this event. Yep. They're, they're, We're hoping that they will advise us. Yeah. That they will give us, you know, the fact that they've been coming to the event for a long time and that they care to support it with their dollars means that there's some kind of engagement there that we should take advantage of. And it's funny, I was talking to Tom Tom Couch yesterday because he's one of our patrons and I've committed to call every single person that has signed up already as a patron. So I've got um, 18 more phone calls to make just this week. (laughs) But Tom is... um, Tom has somebody who's been involved for a long time, but he said, you know, I really don't know a lot of the other patrons and it would be fun for me as a patron to sit down and talk to them at a patron event. And I said, that's what we're going to do. Well, and plus you're encouraging that. And you almost mentioned it's the year round connectivity. Yep. It's mm-hmm. not just the, okay, at the weekend mm-hmm. and we're in and we're out. I'm intrigued by this. Uh, you almost like little smaller events mm-hmm. through the course of the year. Yep. Like what might those be? Would, would that be a movie or would that be a let's all get together and have dinner? I think it'll be a variety of things. Were you going to say something? Okay. So it's going to be a variety. We're going to do cocktail parties with our, uh, with our patrons to talk go. to them and get their information. We're going to sit down with our sponsors on a regular basis. The ones that have already said, yep, I want to sponsor you. And we're going to give them updates on the films that we're thinking about choosing the events and where we're going to have them. So we're planning to really lean into, okay, let us inform you and you tell us your thoughts so that they'll feel much more consulted and involved. And and we're even going to do different events. So the film festival, of course, is an adult event, right? Film festivals are usually for adults because they don't have kid programming most of the time. But kids are a pretty big deal in this town and we love them. And so we actually sat down with our partner, the DeSoto Theater, and came up with this fun idea of holding a sing-along with the movie that Disney put out in Canto. And so, are a, we breaking news here again? No, <laughs> it's on our it's on our website, but it's pretty new because I haven't even put the press release out yet. So I guess it is, but it's also on the marquee. So, <laughs> um, 
Encanto is a great movie if you think about it. It was so popular in 21 and everybody knows the songs, you know, we don't talk about Bruno. Everybody loves that song. Grownups do, kids do, but kids really connected with it. And it's cool because the hero, the heroine is a Hispanic girl. Right. And that's super cool in this region. And, you know, it's all about her family and it's all about her community and how they come together or don't actually for parts of it and how they can come together more. And so it's a film who really has great things to say about what Riff is trying to help the community with. And also it's fun and it reaches families. And Riff has not always been uh, an organization that had programming for families. And so in this event, which will be on April the 1st at three o'clock in the afternoon, which is a good time for kids, they're going to be able to come. We're going to get the sing-along version that's got the words so the kids can sing along with the words. We're going to do a costume contest. You know, we're going to have popcorn and drinks and things like that. And it's just going to be a way to stop and have a couple hours of fun, courtesy of Riff and the DeSoto. The prices are super low. It's only $5 a ticket. So we know that's not a barrier to anyone. And as of this morning, we've already sold 100 tickets and we've only been working on it for three days. Oh, good for you. So very clearly, there's a market of people going, yes, I want to bring my kid to something like that. And it's a it's another, it's another a high-profile way to entrench Riff's brand within the community, huh? Marketing. I see what, <laughs> you're, I see what you're doing there. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's also just the way we thought of it was we were like, you know, how can we reach out to different people that we don't always get to provide value for? And that just came to us as, oh, my gosh, this is perfect. Yeah. And we also have talked to some of our sponsors and some of the retail sponsors because I am big on this economic development thing. So, you know, retail sponsors and small sponsors, mid-level companies, we have said to them, hey, come on board with us now for RIF, just like you did last year, or just like you might want to sponsor RIF at the same level, and you get the Encanto sponsorship free. And so we're going to give them a couple tickets, and we're going to put their logo on some things. So it's it's actually encouraged. We've already gotten five new sponsors that have never sponsored Riff before because they're excited to try this family thing, and then they're happy they're going to get Riff thrown in. And then we've got some Riff sponsors that always have done it to go ahead and say, yeah, I want to write my check now because I want to be able to talk to the family. So it's kind of working on both economic development platforms for Riff because we need to go ahead and have money now. Why? So we can engage the right films, the right filmmakers. We can do all the things to make that 20th anniversary exciting. So it works on a lot of levels, we're hoping. But really, it's just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this uh, speaking of economic development, that's a good opportunity to introduce our guest. Go ahead. I, 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 I know the uh, Riff has to work great with the city, and the city has to work great with Riff. Well, go ahead. <laughs> so... Uh, we have Miss Ann Hortman with us, who I'm trying to remember your title now myself. You are the camera ready liaison for Rome in Floyd County. Good job. Got it. What uh, does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, it means um, I'll kind of go back to the beginning. In maybe 2010, the Georgia Department of Economic Development developed this uh, program called Camera Ready Liaisons for every single county in the state of Georgia. And we were one of the uh, first 13 counties to be recognized as we're ready for film to come here in Rome and Floyd County and and produce movies and commercials, print, whatever. Um, So basically, we're the first point of contact for a filmmaker, um, someone who's shooting a commercial, even magazine, print, um, advertising. They all come through us. Do they reach out to you or are you actively recruiting them to come to Rome? 
They reach out to us. Okay. So we're all present. We have a big presence on the Georgia uh, film site. And um, our, we're all listed there. So people just reach out and just, you know, hey, I'm looking for this. Do you have this? Do you have that? And, you know, we just basically start looking for locations. And Yeah, so there's a website <clears throat> that she's referring to that you can go register your property. So when scouts can look at the property online before they call the the local office to come set up an appointment to tour it. Right. So it's like somebody in Rome has a house that they think, Oh, this would be great in a movie or a piece, a piece of farmland. Correct. So we occasionally will put out a call for, for things like that. And um, everybody just, if anybody's interested in having their, like, their house, their property or whatever, it comes through our office. Just uh, send an email to us, a Hortman at romega.us. And um, we'll get photographs and we'll put it on. It's called real scout. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll just list your property, and, and if somebody calls looking for that, they've seen it, then we'll make the connection between the filmmaker or the whatever and um, and the property owner. Well, like the most well-known example is the Stranger Things house yep. from, from Netflix. But uh, like even in the film Black Widow, I remember, you know, they drive right past Barron Stadium. and, and Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Yeah, that, that, that is fun. <laughs> what, what, are, what are some other examples that people may not know about? What's, what's, what are some other things that people can look for? Well, you know, we've, um, our, if, on our website, we've got listed um, all of the films that we know of that have been filmed in Roman Floyd County that go all the way back. I'll tell you, my show my age. My very first experience was back in, 19, I think, 1978. It was a film called The Double MacGuffin with Elkie Summer and Ernest Borgnine. Oh, half of the people are not going to know who in the heck that is. But it was at Darlington, and it was a big football scene, football game scene, and we were all extras, and it was just so fun. But, you know, I think we go all the way back to, like, the 30s or so we had a movie filmed here. So, um, But I think the most notable, of course, are um, Sweet Home Alabama, um, Remember the Titans, of course, Black Widow, Stranger Things. Um, and just to clarify, the, the entire films aren't made here, but certain correct, scenes, just correct. a scene we here, stand scene, in, scene, yes. scene here, scene there. Although we did have an interesting case a few years ago um, with a an ABC a pilot. Oh, I remember the that Disney one. pilot, and it was they came and they were looking at Barry, and then they were looking for one other location. And I sat down with them, and I'm like, "Well, what else are you looking for?" And long story short, we got the entire uh, pu- um, production filmed in Roman Floyd County and they were here for about six weeks filming and then um, the, everybody else stayed to wrap up and whatnot so they were here for about four months which was amazing it was a great economic impact on our community but ABC did not pick up the pilot so it was never shown <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> which is how things go sometimes That's, in this yeah. industry yeah but um but it was really that was a really neat um a really neat experience uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going down memory lane here sorry to interrupt you Seth but in the 80s at some point, the Harrison Ford movie Mosquito Coast, the first two or three minutes of the movie were filmed here. Yes. And uh, I think it didn't re- do very well at the box office. When you think of Harrison Ford, the first movies that pop in your – it takes you a while to get to Mosquito Coast on your list of Harrison Ford movies. But it, you can see parts of Rome here from the mid-'80s. That's correct. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was not a very um, um, – well-received scene because it was like oh commercialism of, of the United States or whatnot. But you know, it was really interesting. It was Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. And then recently the um, Yellowstone spinoff mm-hmm. and they were together again. I was like, Oh my gosh, they worked together in Rome a hundred years ago. I did not remember that she was in it. She I just was. remember being, you know, Harrison Ford, that's Indiana Jones. He's, you know, that's Han Solo. He's in Rome, Georgia. And so was Dame Helen Mirren. Oh my goodness. <laughs> And we get a lot of films like that that come up for a few weeks and shoot scenes like the mule. Clint Eastwood's The Mule, if you watch the film, I think 40 
minutes of the movie is actually in Rome, yep. but mm-hmm. it's playing a different place and it's mostly on you know a bypass outside of town, so you don't recognize a lot of it as Rome necessarily. But that they were here for a while, uh, so we get a lot of films like that that come in day play. But there are some independent films that shoot their entire films here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like and the, you're about like recently, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So we uh, we shot the film Spirit Halloween uh, entirely in Rome. Uh, the entire thing was Rome and Cape Spring, and that that came out last Halloween. And this, uh, there's a film coming out um, April the 7th on Quiver Distribution. I don't know the, where it's releasing yet. I know it'll be on video on demand on April the 7th, and it's getting limited theatrical release. And that was filmed entirely in Rome, and that um, stars Dermot Moroni and Anne Heche, uh and, Wait, and one of her last. And, yeah. and what's the name of it? Uh, You're Killing Me. You're Killing Me. You're Killing Me. It was called Full Ride when we were shooting it, and they changed the name of it to You're Killing Me, but we filmed at Darlington and at a private residence on Horse Lake Creek. And some scenes around town, just in different spots. So, so in, in in your role, how how many times when when a, a production reaches out, what percentage actually comes to fruition? Is it fifty percent or ten percent or less? Maybe one percent. One percent. I mean, we get phone calls. Um, we probably get two or three phone calls a week from scouts looking for locations, and then basically uh, film film. And, and Leanne had asked me this. So, and in, in, um, we track um, all economic uh, tourism in Roman Floyd County. And film um, historically has been anywhere from one percent to three percent of of everything that we touch. So it's a very small portion of what we do, but um, but it has a great impact. As you said, it's kind of fun to see on the screen. Only we know that that um, Rome stood in for Hawkins, Indiana. Or New York City, <laughs> or New York City, or or whatever, but um, but it's really it's really a small a small portion, and um, so that leads into another question: What would it take for us to get more film in Rome? Good. Well, that's a really good question, and you know we fight this thing called um, the zone. So um, really, um, there the film industry is union driven, and there is a zone which is thirty miles from the production office. So Rome is outside the zone, which is basically from the Atlanta, the ca- Atlanta capital. Okay, so the production, so that's the production are, hub. Right. Okay. So we are outside the zone. So whenever a film comes to Rome to film, it adds anywhere from $250 up per person per day to the film's budget because they have to pay for everybody to get here. They have to pay for their accommodations. They bring in the catering. You know, it's everything that pile, that piles up that makes it just a little more expensive. But that's just, uh, you know, but once they buy into it, I mean, to me, seeing is believing. When they come here, usually they find one spot that they really want to come to Rome for. And a lot of times it is Berry College. And then from there, it's like, okay, what else do you have? And I'm like, well, what else are you looking for? And we can pretty much make a, a lot out of out of a little, if that makes any sense. And a lot of communities around the state have added um – uh, incentives, local incentives, to for however much they spend, they can get a percentage off to kind of offset some of those costs. Like, well, like the state set up the incentives to kind of lure the industry here, but so you now you're saying some of the smaller communities are doing their own. Well, not I mean some of the even some of the bigger communities. I mean, yeah. even the, some of the Atlanta communities have extra incentives on top of those incentives. So I think that that might be something that we could look into. I don't, it's, it's, it's but also, when they're filming a big production here, they need five star hotels and limo service and uh, all t- different types of things. All the equipment rentals are usually closer to Atlanta, but there are co- if the companies here could learn to you know to service that industry as well with some of their equipment that they already have. Right. So, to your point, when a scout is calling you, 
they're not just calling you. They're calling every. They're calling Correct. every small town with to say we need a farmhouse. Correct. <laughs> and uh, so that's why the so we, to increase the percentage, we need to offer more incentives and have more infrastructure to support. <laughs> Um, and, and the education component, I think we have that. So that's where it starts. And I think we've started that, at, you know, especially at Georgia Highlands. And um, so we're, we're, we are building that. But right now, the, the, a lot of the, I'm training the kids to stay here, but they're having to go to Atlanta to get the jobs. Uh, and a lot of times when we shoot a film here and I'm trying to crew a film, uh, I'm trying to hire as local, but there's so many big productions. And when you're competing against a big uh, union shoot uh, and the people are already committed to it and you're trying to bring people in, you just have to, it's kind of, it can be very challenging to even to crew up locally, even when you know so many people in the film right. industry. Well, okay. What's, what can you, what can you tell us about off the record? What's in the pipeline? What's coming? Oh. What, 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 what big stars are going to be walking down broad street soon? We had Kelsey Grammer in town a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? And Tyler Perry just shot at Barry too. So um, he's in Cedar Town today, I think. I Who think is Tyler Perry? Oh, is he? That production. Um, nine times out of ten, when I'm working with someone, I have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> well, what about that? <laughs> and, I am time? Ba- and I am bound to that agreement, <laughs> so it's not my news to tell. But no, and, and well, right now, I mean, right now, that's probably the only thing we have going on is the is the um, is the production that's down in Cedartown. Um, but that was here at Barry in January. That's true, and that's in the world of film. Now, I come from a world in the marketing industry that shoots commercials. Yeah, and so interestingly enough, a lot of my friends in the production world for that particular area that only shoot commercials and things like that have started calling me because they know me really well, and they're like, "Hey." I see all your social media things that you're doing with Riff, and I see all the great pictures you put on social media. Can you help us? And we actually have a shoot that's coming um, to Kingston Downs next week for um, for a national brand that one of my friends that's a producer in Atlanta is now going to do. And he's been working with Ann to see if he can shoot some of the other scenes for other things he has going on as well. And so, you know, films are way more exciting than talking about, you know, uh, Honda power equipment, but it's something that's important in this country because commercial production is very, very important also right. and doesn't have some of the restrictions that the film industry has. Well, then some of this is just the word of mouth networking. You knew somebody who knew somebody and suddenly something's being shot at Kingston Downs. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And you know, Kingston Downs is a very important entity to have nearby for Rome. You, oh. you touched on something really important, though. It's all about relationships. I did? Yes, you did. You, when you just said, yeah, so, well, it was an accident. No. <laughs> but a lot of these, a lot of these location scouts that, that Lisa and I work with, we've known for years. And they've come to trust us. And they'll just, they're very comfortable, like Leanne said, they're very comfortable calling and saying, hey, you know, I'm looking for this. I'm working on that. So it's all, it's all relationship driven. Well, and part of the relationship, you know, we've got Riff and we've got the city, but how do y'all, how do y'all help each other and how important is that moving forward to continue to help each other? Well, as Leanne said, it is a great economic driver for Roman Floyd County. So we, um, we have a great time promoting, um, that's one of our jobs is to promote, uh, Riff. It's on our website. We um, anybody who's calling, you know, hey, I'm coming to town the first weekend in November. What do you have going on? Well, let me tell you what I got going on. So um, a lot of that um, is our job is to promote. Um, we are heads in beds, so um, we're all about the visitor coming into Rome and spending the night with us and leaving their dollars here and and going home. So um, that's what we do. And how is important? How important is it to you guys 
for Rome to continue to grow this reputation as a place to make movies in order to help Riff's brand grow. Is that making sense? Yeah. Well, it's a virtuous circle. It's crucial, though. I mean, that 30-mile thing is something that we need to work on. Yeah. Can we, how do we change that? The well, union? Yeah. yeah. This is not uh, a union. Yeah. Well, can, can we change it to 80 miles? Well, they, when they, they <laughs> can declare Atlanta or Savannah their production. That's the only two they allow in the state. I think there is – if the union would – would allow them to declare where their production center was. They could choose a city and then work out of that city, but they just haven't chosen to do it to this point. So, but I think that the local incentives are a way to offset that, mm-hmm. but I think that we can hopefully long-term work toward changing that. I know there's some uh, push in the legislature to kind of come up with some new legislation that would kind of put some pressure to, I guess, to help ease some of that. But you got to be careful because if you – if you do it, go the wrong way. Then the film, if you lose that, Georgia loses its tax incentive in some way. Those, a lot of other states have implemented incentives, and the, right. the productions will quickly go the other direction. Well, and you see the fact that you know certain states had incentives, and then they took them away, and their film industry began to dwindle almost immediately. And so, it's pretty clear that the incentives are one of the reasons why Georgia has had this explosive growth. When you look at places like New Orleans um, that used to have a lot more films there and don't, and you can directly track it back to that incentive. And we're one of the only states that doesn't have a cap on the incentives. So um, that's why production, especially series, shoot here over and over again because they can just they can continue to, to put all those things together to leverage towards the incentive. Uh, but the um, you know for smaller films, it's harder than it, for the bigger films to take – they take more advantage of the Georgia incentive than, you know, a smaller film would. Yeah, that's true. You have well, to, no. It has to be over 5 million. Is it 500,000? Five, it's 500,000. 500, yeah. to, to apply for the incentive. And you do have to apply for it first. You can't just go shoot the movie and then go, Hey, can I have my and have some money back? <laughs> so that's very important is to go through the steps and to kind of know the steps to go through. Um, and then, you know, we really, as a as a county, as an area, as a city, need to sit down and start talking about this. It's funny, you know, the great thing about Rome is that you see everybody, if you walk down Broad Street often enough, you'll pretty much see everybody you know. Last week, I was walking <laughs> down to the DeSoto because I was going to change the marquee because I do that in my spare time, you know. <laughs> and I saw Sammy Rich, the city manager. And I said, Sammy, when are we going to talk about those local film incentives? And he said, I don't know. Is that an idea whose time has come? And I said, I think it's coming if it hasn't come. And so, you know, he smiled and did just like any great city manager would do and said, yes, that's an interesting idea. But, you know, I think it's something that those of us that are really interested in should sit down and create a sort of a a document that shows, okay, let's talk about the benefits. Let's talk about the potential issues and let's start getting a serious conversation together because it really would help our industry here in this area. Yeah, that's interesting. And are you employed by the city? I am. I work for the Office of Tourism. Okay. Um, and so, and this, this specific job came about in the last decade? Yeah. Um, I think the program has been in place since maybe 2010. 2005 is when the state incentive came in. So, well, golly, so I started working there in 2006. So I guess that's when the program um, okay. we went to screen gyms for the big reveal and everything. It was yeah. tons of fun. That's oh. fun. <laughs> uh, so what's, what stars have you hobnobbed with? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm turning this into entertainment tonight. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I, I think a lot of my a lot of my um, my stars are the ones who are behind the scenes. Oh, that's so. A, that's, um, that, yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. What What was your background prior? Oh to, my gosh, 
I was I was a travel agent for 17 years. Okay. <laughs> and then my husband and I owned a shop on Broad Street for a while. But um, I've been doing this. You know, it's kind of like being a travel agent. I'm selling my hometown. There you it's go. It's the best job in the world. Easiest job to do. Gotcha. So, and and I was going to say, you kind of stumbled into the, Did you have any love of film prior to that? No, it's just, you know, one of those other duties as assigned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, but it's interesting to you, Liam, because you say you've always loved movies. Yeah. That, that. This is, yeah. As Seth knows I'm kind of a film buff. I like movies as well. So I, I, that's why I enjoy doing this show. So like in, any other big picture things that we might expect moving forward here, we kind of need to wrap up here in the next few minutes. Just we, we've got our dates. What were they again? November 2nd through the 5th. <laughs> November 2nd through the 5th. But we've got the Encon- the kids in Kanto sing along April 1st, uh, April 1st coming up at the DeSoto and, but, but anything else that maybe, you know, some other events or you just, you guys just going to be in touch with your patrons and your sponsors. What we are going to be in touch with them, but we're actually already thinking about our next event because Encanto seems to be doing so well. So now we're going to go, okay, what are some different things that we could do? Some adult type movies that we could bring, um, you know, sound of music sing along. Sound of music sing along. <laughs> Lots of people have actually mentioned that to me as something they really want to do. Oh, so that's good. We, Smoke, you hear- Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best little whorehouse in Texas. Be a sing along. <laughs> well, you can uh, Smokey and the Bandit. There's eastbound and down. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, we- so we plan to just you know take advantage of things that are happening in town. We we are applying for a grant from a great entity in Georgia called South Arts. And if we get that grant, it allows us to bring to Rome documentaries that are produced in the South about issues that face the South. So it kind of goes back to that thing I was saying as our second leg of our stool. And I've been doing a lot of conversations with other nonprofits because you do need to, in order to get this very prestigious grant from South Arts, you have to show that your community is behind it and willing to, the nonprofits are willing to say, yes, we want to support the ideas in this particular documentary and having a conversation around it. And so the cool thing I'm going to be doing is sitting down with every nonprofit that I can think of that would have something. So who deals with mental health? NAMI. Who deals with homelessness? You know, there are so many. Who deals with education? Because when we get those documentaries, when we get that grant, because I'm thinking positives, we'll want to go ahead and just be ready to have the conversations. And I've already talked to the various theaters in town, too, including the city auditorium, that are saying, yes, we want to hold one of these documentaries and these conversations in our location. So that's another thing that hopefully you can look forward to us doing this year. Well, it just sounds like you've got you, – you've – you're just kind of expanding the the reach of Riff. You're creating these connectivity tissues. Yep, I think that's it. the most important thing in the world. Yeah, and we are we have summer film series that'll be coming back again this year. That both at the City Auditorium and at the Desoto Theater. So look, be on the lookout for those fun movies. You know, yeah. just things to do um, with the family. Ones you may know. That you want to see again, just can, like you talked about. Can, Viva Las Vegas by the, with, with <laughs> the with king. The king. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> that, that could be a sing-along. That could be. Blue Hawaii. Do do we? Can we say any movies yet or for the summer thing or do we? No, we don't have them finally, finally chosen yet. But we are always interested in hearing about it from you guys. So if, we'll, we'll be putting some polls on our social media as we go. And we're going, hey, 
of these eight movies, what would you like? Or do you want to have a write-in vote? So we really want to get the community involved in telling us what they want to see. Well, that's another thing. You just mentioned polls on social media. Is that uh, from your marketing background, more enge- more engagement on social? <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And you can find us at Rome Film on social media and at riffga.com for our website and tickets. Um, also, uh, wanted to plug our, our buddies and allies, the Atlanta Film Festival, or their festival's coming up in April. So, uh, we're just around the corner and we, we, uh, they support us and we're going to support them. So, uh, if you're interested in going to the Atlanta Film Festival, it'll be coming up soon. So, get those passes as well. Carpool with me and Seth. <laughs> also, you know, we, we really are interested. The last thing I'll say about Riff is that we are very intentional. We're going to develop relationships throughout this area with other entities that we have anything in common with. And the first one of those that we've been working on is the DeSoto. So we've been informally partners with the DeSoto for a long time um, that we've always held parts of the film festival there. But our intention is to have a long-term contractual relationship together so that we are, you know, really working hard to bring the right kinds of entertainment that will benefit both entities and our audiences here to run. Beautiful. Yeah. Final thoughts from you, Anne, on on, uh, on uh, film coming to Rome more often. We just we love it. We just welcome everybody. We are all about inclusive and diversity here. So, well, and the tourism office is all about so many things. It's not just film. She does so many things. She just did this great um, tournament, uh, tennis tournament, last weekend, and I don't see how she does it. She's yeah. so busy. Which is <laughs> interesting. She's, we, she's so. camera ready. So. <laughs> So and I ran into with our partnership with uh, Israel that we formed. We uh, we were at the tennis tournament the other day, and they, there was an Israeli tennis player. Uh, two, two Israeli. Actually, there yeah. were three, but yeah. so uh, we went over there and met with our with the Israeli consulate folks, and, uh, and and they've become a big proponent of Rome for us. And you know, we traveled to Israel back in November to Cinema South to that festival, and we're working on a partnership to develop that further, and maybe do some crossover films, maybe do some bring some of their students over here to work on some films, and. Uh, vice versa. So we're, all those international partnerships are going on as well as while all these local things sure. are happening. And they all, we all cross over, connect mm-hmm. with each other. You guys are constantly working. I'm just tired listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a labor of love. You've worn me out just listening to you, but it's very exciting. I mean, uh, that, and, and to, to kind of follow up on something you said, it, it's one weekend that the consumer knows about, but creating this, you guys work year round but also creating a brand year round. This is, this is good stuff. So thank you so much for being here. Any final comments before we say goodbye? Thank you. Yeah. Thanks Roger. <laughs> thank you everybody. Right. You've been listening to the Rome international film festival podcast here on Rome business radio. We are presented by Manco logistics. You can find out more at mancolog.com. We broadcast from the Hardy realty studios in downtown Rome, and we work in cooperation with the Rome news tribune. Thank you so much for listening.